Hello, friends. You're listening to the Sound Off Podcast. My name is Nate Laux, and I'm your host. Sound Off is a community conversation show that airs each Monday and Friday live on 96.7 The Eagle in LaPorte, Indiana. And while podcasts don't allow for live interaction, we are still grateful to have you listening and engaged. So please help us out by subscribing and rating the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. Share the podcast with your friends and enjoy today's conversation. Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from June 20th, 2022 with your host, Nate Laux. Nate's guest today is local sports journalist and owner of JimPrepSports.com, Jim Peters. Now here's your host, Pastor Nate Laux. Hello, friends. It is Monday, June 20th, and it's hot outside. I don't know if you've been outside yet. Maybe you're just waking up because you set your alarm and you live your life around the schedule of sound off. I know there's probably millions of you that do that. So um, if you're just waking up and you go outside, you're going to notice it's really hot outside. So drink lots of water, uh, you know, take care of yourself because I don't want you passing on. I want you to be with me for the next coming years as we do this show because I don't know about you, but I, I, I have an approval of and I need you to listen to this show and have more listeners to Dennis Adele. It's really the only thing I want in life is to have more listeners on my show than Dennis has on him. Uh, so, and, and we do that. I'm pretty sure maybe triple or quadruple the amount of listeners that Dennis has. Um, not Joe. When Joe speaks, there's far more listeners. But when Dennis speaks, we get a lot more. So anyway, glad to have you here on Sound Off today. We've got uh, Sound Off on Sports. I'm so excited about today's show. Um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I like talking politics. I like talking about what's going on in 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 the community. Uh, but I also really really like sports, and so uh, we're going to be talking about local sports. Lots of local stories going on. And in the studio with me, I've got Jim Peters, local journalist, an owner of Jim Peters Prep. Preps, is that right? Yes. Dot uh, com. Uh, and, and honestly, Jim, I went to your site and read a bunch of your backstories uh, yesterday, and I tried to check in regularly enough. Uh, such good journalism. And I don't mean Thank that you. like even tritely. It is really good stuff. Some really good stories, stories that aren't necessarily always um you know, there's an angle to them that isn't always covered Correct, in, right. in, in the news. So um, how are you doing? Welcome. You just got into the studio. So if you're out of breath, welcome to being in the out of breath club. Oddly enough, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I, as hot as it is today, I think it's going to be worse tomorrow. So probably it's better. 98, today. I hear. 98. Yeah. Yeah. We put in a pool a couple of weeks ago. So brainstorm on my wife who teaches summer school and likes to come home at uh Noon, about when usually everybody else is getting up and and, and jump in the pool and relax and uh, so a pool party at Jim Peters' house. Absolutely, was, sure, uh, yeah, um, come on over. Yeah, I'm not the, I'm not in charge, but yeah, <laughs> hey, sure, why not? All right, so let's give a little background for you. Um, how long have you been covering local sports here in Northwest Indiana? I've uh, you know, let's see, I started when I was 19 at Purdue, so that doesn't qualify as a local. Yeah, at 22, so let's see. 37 years. It's been a couple years. Yeah. So I started out in a chain of weekly papers in Lake and Porter County, graduated to the Times in 1998, uh, spent 20 years there and started to, in, in LaPorte County's fringy for the Times and you kind of always, always was, but I, I, I'd like to get out here. I'd come out here and cover events and meet great people. And when the, uh, career change or the direction change in the career happened in 2018 just about four 
years ago I uh, you know became more uh, intimate is that okay yep. yeah, no, intimate with La, with Laporte I, County I, I yeah. say way worse things you're fine yeah, yeah. okay all right yeah personal maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe personal might be better than intimate but yeah so it's yeah, it's going on four years out here I still live out that way yep. which partially explains yeah. the tardiness <laughs> yeah. I, won't, I, I won't blame I won't blame it on the uh, lane restrictions <laughs> yeah. and the um, construction and so forth and I've learned how to get around the future roundabout at 2 and 421 oh, yeah, there yeah, so yeah. I've learned you've taken the courses I, the I, required I, courses I, to get I, around I've, the roundabouts I, I've never been on Coulter Road until like the last couple of weeks uh, all so right I figured out where you're Colter seeing the backcountry. I am. Yeah, yeah. I am. It, it's, it's very nice. It's very nice. So um, if you have a question for Jim, uh, you're welcome to call the Lit Girl uh, Vault on airline at 209-362-0522. But I want to get into some stories. So um, locally, I've noticed this thing. And tell me if I'm, I'm wrong in my, my noticing. There is an increase in administrators either continuing on as coaches. Yeah. Um, and, you know, or getting hired as an administrator and becoming a coach. I say this because um, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Mark Schreiber, and he was saying mm -hmm. at one point his dad got offered the athletic director spot at Laporte. Sure. Um, and the whole agreement, though, was is if you take the athletic director spot, you can't coach can't baseball. coach baseball, right? right. That kind of, and that, I don't think there's any rules. I don't know if there's anything with the Department of Education. Yeah, I'm but not. We're yeah. seeing this now yeah. far more. I know uh, my former neighbor, uh, oh. when I was growing up, Ben Anderson, yeah. is a girls basketball coach uh, at South Central and the new superintendent yeah. at South Central. Yeah, how about him? Uh, Scott Up is the baseball coach uh, at Laporte and the new principal at Laporte High right. School, these kind of things. Doug Eubank at Westville. Yeah. Um, so what what is your thoughts on that? Is, is, is you know, the... the I guess the the reason why stated before was in order to do your job right as a superintendent, principal, assistant principal, or whatever, right. it'd be very hard to do that. And correct the amount of time spent coaching. What, what, were we false to believe that? Do you think, or is it I, just some special people can probably do it? I yes, I think it absolutely takes a special person. But I think it's just in education. I think the climate has dictated this that uh just maybe there aren't as many qualified yeah. people um you, you look at candidates and feel like okay maybe we're better off trying this and if that person is willing to do that juggling act then yeah then then hey let's let's give it a spin it worked out well for Ben last year, uh, you know the, yeah, the, great the school, first season, yeah, yeah, and the school, and and I guess more importantly in the grand scheme is the yep. school's still up and running. <laughs> the yeah, school, exactly. The, still, well. the school yeah. didn't crumble, so and they had a great season. So uh, you know he was looking for Doctor Stevens to stick around another year or two, and the anticipation was, and you know Ben's been on track to yep. from athletic director to assistant to elementary principal yep. to high school principal and eventually wanted to be a superintendent but heck you're looking at a guy who's 35 years old and he's going to be at the top of the you know the south central corporation food chain there but he's and but he's going to continue to uh, coach the girls basketball team at least for another year and i think his inclination is to maybe do a little more than that and you know ben doesn't have a lot of outside stuff going on in his, his life, life so his he's, education. He, he, he's, yep. he's unattached so that's that's the beauty of it for for him he doesn't have uh I don't say beauty necessarily, but he, you know, other things going on. So he's able to do that. And I just think there's a, 
you just the quality of people around and you're not you get somebody who's willing to do something like that you grab a hold of them and you don't let go of them and you keep them as long as you can i think that's a good, a good point i mean when when we're struggling to get educators as a whole yeah. right and so oh, for sure i know uh just anecdotally talking to some you know local administrators administrators from different school systems um you know 10 15 20 years ago they might get six seven applicants for a position right. now they might only get two right. you know for even right. a coaching position yeah. so it can be really difficult um i, I want to talk a little bit about um laporte county had some a pretty good baseball season sure as did. a whole south central did really well yeah. laporte obviously had a good season though um <laughs> I, I was going through some of the you know what laporte is losing what laporte has coming yeah. back um, what is your feeling? Is Laporte losing a ton next year? Do you think they're going to be able to continue on the momentum? Is this, you know, uh, has, has Scott Up really built something strong that, that is going to propel them? Obviously, they've got RJ Anglin coming back. They've got, uh, I think, Cade Flores is coming back. Right. Um, so they've got some strong, but they also lost a couple people. What's, sure. your, what's your take on this season and the future of Laporte baseball? Yeah, they're going to be fine. You know, they'll, they'll be okay. I mean, you, you lose a lot of you lose a lot of pitching with uh, Cam Worthington and uh, and Shane Weaver. Um, 12, 13 wins, 75, 80 thereabouts. You know, innings between them, and that that's a lot in you know, high school baseball. You, you got to have guys who can you know, throw yeah. the ball and you know, if. Before anything else, obviously you got to field and hit too. But if you don't have the pitching, it's just not going to happen. But RJ uh, developed into a really quality, uh, you know, a dependable pitcher, primarily in a relief role as the season progressed. You know, coming back from his second ACL injury, uh, he's just going to continue to improve. And you know, they're going to lean some on a on a JV team that was. Maybe lost two games. Okay. So the JV is really, really strong. Another Flores at the at that level. Drew, I believe. Keep them so, coming, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's just trickling down from Dad, who was the state champion twenty some years ago, and uh, the kids are just like him in, in, in regards to to ability and multi sport athletes. And yeah, they're yeah they'll, they'll be okay. Yeah, they're gonna some good bats. Dan Tommy Samuelson's in there. You know, Carter Moses returns at catcher. Uh, Caden George an infielder. Um, a few other guys in there. So yeah, they they graduate some guys, but. You know, Scott recalibrated a handful of years ago. The um, the area had kind of, or the you know, Doodlin Conference and so forth, had kind of caught up and actually passed Laporte by a little bit. And he had to adjust some things in terms of what kids do mm-hmm. in the off season. It says, what are we doing here? It got to the point, there was a point in time where theoretically, or just the, you, know, you could just about say Laporte could just throw their gloves out there mm-hmm. and, and, and they were going to beat teams because they were Laporte and you came over to Schreiber Field and you, you you just didn't win, and but that is you know that had changed and you know and a, a 500 year out here is is rioting in the streets yep. and a lot of play you know, you 500 season in Michigan City they might build the coach a statue, <laughs> but the you know, at, at Laporte it's like okay suddenly Scott up is you know doesn't 
know you know, he doesn't know how to coach anymore hoops yeah. about baseball <laughs> yeah. they say yeah yeah you get you get a couple of good kids back you figure some things out as far as the summers go and it's like oh you're a genius again it's like yeah like joe madden one year he was a yeah. we, we all loved him and he was great and the, the next year this guy couldn't you know coach his way out of a uh, out of a t-ball game so fans are fickle right oh yeah else. oh yeah and no, i include no, myself in that that's so. the, well that's uh that's the beauty and the ugliness of it all in all wrapped up into one <laughs> well we're going to take our first commercial break if you want to call and talk about local sports if you have a question you're welcome to call us the liquor vault on airline is 219-362-0522 we're going to come back talk about some laporte football bob james these kind of things um you're also welcome to text me 219-362-0522 or email me at soundoff at 967theeagle.com. Hey, I'm glad to have you listening today. Glad to have you with us on the show. Drink lots of water and keep listening to 967 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends. You are listening to Sound Off on 967 The Eagle. My name is Nate Laux. I'm your host, and we're here together till about one o'clock. And we've got Jim Peters here in the studio talking about local high school sports. I want to talk about one of the stories that uh, I, I think surprised some, but uh, you know, it, it blew up. Um, Lapore has a new high school football coach, and his name is Bob James, and he's an interim, I think, correct? Technically, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, right. um, you know, Bob James, for our listeners that might not know, longtime assistant coach at Laporte, right? right. Um, and uh, Laporte lost their last coach. What what happened? Laporte continues to cycle through a lot yeah, of coaches. Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of been a series of coincidences, and they all kind of add up. Ultimately, though, you end up with... You're going on your one, two, three, four. Since Coach Sellinger retired after the uh, state finalist team in '14, uh, you had Dave Sharp, Jeremy Lowry, and Dave Ortiz. You know, Dave Sharp. Uh, Dave Sharp would probably still have been here, except for the just the you know, tragic you know, turn of events in his family and the loss of a child. And um, he had an opportunity to get back into coaching and continue to. Um, work with uh, with with Riley, which uh, was um, you know a godsend for their family as they mm-hmm. were going through what they were going through. So and then uh, and I, I think with, I think with Jeremy Lowry, that was a situation where it was a facilities thing. He just saw. You know, Laporte's, Laporte's on the lower half of the Doolin Conference. I mean, I mean that is one of the things you have is yeah. you get to see all the other facilities. Oh, things, yeah, and, and, and it's like, you know, he, he comes from Penn. He was downstate at, at Paoli and had success there. And he's looking around and said, you know, we need better facilities. Our, you know, football's a you know, numbers game. You got to be bigger. You got to be stronger. You got to be faster. And how do you do that? You get in the You get in the weight room and all that. They just do not have the facilities to match up to these palaces that, Crown Point and Lake Central and some other, um, you know, the affluent end of the Dunland Conference has, and, and teams you're competing with in the postseason, like uh, you know, like Penn. So yeah, he had an opportunity to go somewhere. He he went back to a small school in Southern Indiana, and part of it was to be closer to his family. But yeah, it's kind of a kind of a shock when a coach goes from a five A school back to a two A school mm-hmm. that was in a rebuilding situation. So it's kind of like yeah, you know, you gotta wonder a little bit, and then. Um, you know, then you know, David had an opportunity to um, you know reunite with his high school coach uh, Craig Bazia out at Crown Point, and, and and again it was it was dollars. You know, Crown Point has an all star 
assistant uh, coaching staff with half a dozen former head coaches on it. And they just, it's just, they got a practically a coach for every kid. And, you know, and it's, you know, David's a younger guy, you know, you have a large growing family sure. and uh, uh, it's the opportunity to, you know, better himself from a fina- financial standpoint. You know, it's a you know, step back in terms of responsibility. He's going to be a position coach, but. Yeah, but but as a position there. coach at Crown Point, he might get paid more than as the head coach yeah. at Labor. In terms of in terms of his uh, the ability to be a teacher, yep. you know the the um, yeah, there's people out there who think uh, you know the coaching part is the job, the teaching part is the job, mm-hmm. and these people probably make about what a journalist makes or you know local sports journalist makes <laughs> so, on on the the dollar per hour ratio. So. Um, but he had you know, an opportunity just you know, to get into that system as a teacher and make money there. And I believe the same goes for uh, his wife. So it was an improvement for their family from that standpoint. And yeah, again, you can't necessarily fault a guy there. The problem there was it was late in, in the process. You're already you know, getting in. You're well into the off season there. And here's, a, here's good old Bob. You know, Bob's always been there. Bob is going to do whatever needs to be done. He's bridged the gap. Every single time there's been a transition, you know, he applied the first time, um, did not get an interview that did not sit well. But, you know, you know Bob kind of swallowed hard and stayed with it. And the next couple of times you know, did not did not apply this time around. He felt there was the need to do it. And he applied and and then the then the drama <laughs> Yeah. kind of began so now you've talked to bob did bob expect this amount of you know outpouring in the community it was it was it was nothing like i've seen right. on on social oh, media it was incredible you know? yeah Incre- incredible i can't yeah I, I had to think back the last time a coaching situation like this happened and and something like this occurred and i don't know at least from something i've covered that mm-hmm. i can remember anything like that and he I can't say he did expect it, be, you know, but he, I, I, he, you know, he knows. You know, um, he's, he's got a lot of people close to him. I mean, you're an offensive line coach, but you know, like 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 any place, you got some people for you, you got some people against you. But he's he's a, incredibly popular. As, you know, kids would uh, um, you know go to bat for him. You know, hundred times out of out of a hundred, and. Uh, but you just uh, you'll incred just this loyalty through the whole process. It's like if you got this that happened to him a couple of weeks ago. How many people would have said, "Okay, I'm done"? He had opportunities to go somewhere else that night. I mean, yeah. he was literally getting text messages that night, calls and well forth. Yo, 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 the heck with them. Uh, come on over to here, and I, I won't name yeah. schools, but you could you, know, you could figure sure. a few out. You don't have to look real far mm-hmm. to, to take a guess of, you know, who's you've been looking to add a, an offensive line coach with, you know, over, you know, 30, mm-hmm. 30 years in the profession who has produced, you know, college players left and right, and not just college players, mm-hmm. but, but, you know, quality human beings have gone on to do great things. So the thing that if I was Bob James, I'd be worried about, I'd be excited about the opportunity to sure. head coach. Uh, but this is a. I think a, they were two and eight last year, right? right. Um, not right. not a great season. I don't right. think anybody would argue it was a yeah. great season. Yeah. They had some good performances, right? Um, Colin Bergquist, these kind. Of, but they're losing a ton, right? Um, especially you know they're losing Colin Bergquist, they're losing Jaden Parks, they're losing yeah. Granite Large, yeah. Gavin Zolvinsky. These, yeah. I mean, some really good players. Yeah, that was a senior um, class that there were pretty high expectations for, and I don't know if. 
David overreached in terms of expectations of enthusiasm and so forth because it's also obviously relative to who you're going mm-hmm. against too. But you don't have those guys walking through the door now. The cupboards are relatively bare. Yeah, you, you yeah. have. That's you, what I was looking at the roster. You it's, have some good kids. If if yeah, I, I'm, it looks like our you know RJ's you know gonna play. Our RJ wants to. You know, RJ plays as many sports as he possibly could. I think yep. he could play six sports. RJ would play six sports, but <laughs> but you know, he, he you know, he's a difference maker. But he, you know, he's surgically surgically repaired knee twice. He can't be running around for his for his life there. He's got to you know have some linemen. But you know who else who else but Bob James to find five uh, five uh, pardon the expression lumps of clay to mold into 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 blockers for the guy. And you know he, he RJ can do some great things given the opportunity by the pieces around them so and yeah it's high school football too the talent disparity isn't you know you're what it is in you know college and the pros obviously so you can win a few games just on some intangible things so you know, but yeah you look at it on the surface you go down to schedule and you, you there's you know, you'd be checking boxes a lot more on the right side yep. than you would on the on the left side but there's also i i believe and there's a you know, a gentlemen's agreements um, that what happens in the future isn't going to be based on wins and losses. It's the uh, image of the program. You know, the kid's going to be doing the right things. You know, is you know, the coach going to be doing yep. you know, the right things too? Because you know they want they want him. Uh, you know, kind of you know, towing the towing the line sure. there as far as what they're looking for too. So they'll be they'll be fine in that regard. And and I think. And, and, and I don't know. Hopefully, you're not this situation. You know, next summer and looking at the same thing again. But there, you know, that possibility does exist. But I think there's, uh, you know, a handshake agreement that uh, the he can he'll be able to run with this going forward unless you know anything unforeseen develops. And you know, this is a shot. He actually had. I didn't realize he had until I talked to him the other night. He was gracious enough to let me into his. Uh, his home with the uh, with the rust orange paint. Uh, you know, I said ah, I could have figured out. Oh, this is the James house. So, son Tyler was there, and uh, and wa- wife Mary, and we had a nice talk, and you know, sat there, talked for 30, 45 minutes, and just about it. And yeah, he's just uh, uh, just a beautiful human being in regards to how he you know cares about kids sure. and wants the best for kids. And he's like he. He was gonna stay. I mean, they could have voted him down again, and he wasn't gonna leave. And at some point in time, it's like, dang, Bob, would you just <laughs> take another job? We just feel feel so bad, you know, yeah. badly. It's like how many times you get kicked in the teeth? Not somebody, you know, somebody's gonna gonna you know spit on you and say you you do it again. I'm gonna stay anyway. But he took those kids to Trine the week after it, it went down. Him and a bunch of the the staff and. You know, what more? You know, what more can a coach ask sure. for from his athletes than what he is giving to Laporte High School and Laporte football program? So you know, again, th- those kids are yep. gonna, those kids are gonna gonna fight for uh, for their coach, and that, you know that you know, that can go a decent way. We've got Jim Peters in the studio. If you've got a question, 219-362-0522. You're welcome to call or text me. we got a question coming in here. What do you know about the new girls basketball um, coach at Westville? Uh, he's 87 years old. Uh, he's um, an incredible basketball mind. Jerry Hoover runs the runs the D1 camps. He's coached all over Indiana. Uh, he, um, 
I walked in there the other day, you know, obviously, as I was today, I was a little late. Mm-hmm. So, usually I my wife about that. So, 10 minutes late for me is, is yeah. typically on time. But anyway, so I see this older older gentleman sitting there talking to the kids. And I'm, so, you know, Drew Eubanks is, is there. So we're standing there. And I said, yeah, sorry, I'm late. I said, you know, what's, what's going on here? I just saw somebody's, maybe somebody's grandpa just you know, chatting up, up the kids. They're waiting on the coach to come in. But he's... Uh, uh, he has some. Drew went to Logansport. Uh, Jerry coached at Logansport. Had uh, Whitney Jennings uh, was a Miss Basketball. Had some great success there. Been successful all over the state in rebuilding programs. Um, Mark Parkman, the former coach at Westville, uh, school board member, had taken teams to Jerry's D1 camps, who I think I think are going on this sure. this week. And um, uh, Jerry reached out to to them. Said, Hey, I want to. I want to coach. I want to be your basketball coach. He lives lives on a farm in Monticello, you know, with his wife, and got two hundred acres, and you know, used to have some Angus cattle, and he's yep. just been all been all over but the he, place. He's not done yet, though. He's right? not done yet, and he he gave me the Bear Bryant story. I got a story running tomorrow on it. He's like the Bear Bryant story. Remember, Bear Bryant said yep. the day I yeah I stopped coaching. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna die, and handful of weeks later, Bear Bryant died, mm-hmm. and Jerry believes you know the same thing. I'm I'm here to coach, and I mean it's just incredible. I, mean, I I I appreciate any opportunity to get more intelligent because God knows I need it. Yep. But I I but I spent <laughs> you know, the hour you know hour and a half just sitting there talking to him, and only thirty minutes of it was 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 live for uh, for interview purposes, but. Man, oh man! I walked out of there. Said, "Boy, I'm you know, a lot, lot smarter than I was an hour ago." It'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's 87. I just hope to be 87 yeah. someday. Yeah. But you know, he, I just the the ability will be like in any sport to to connect because yep. it's more so than just the knowledge of it is the ability to connect. I mean, if I knew everything about the game of basketball, but if I couldn't reach kids, yeah, then all that is pretty useless. And if but I mean, if I could connect the kids and I didn't know what a pick and roll was, then that's not good either. But the guy knows basketball inside out, and it'll be ability to connect with the kids. And these kids went from a really great young coach in in Grace Roach, who's who's on the fast track to do really, you know, good things in her career, to somebody you know sixty years older than her and and, and a man. So you know, that's a that's a pretty big change for fifteen to eighteen year old kids. And I think a big part of it'll be who they're able to bring in as an assistant coach to help him out and to you know kind of bridge that communication gap because you know, let's be honest there's going to be some sure. there's going to be some disconnect there but it, it, it's bold i i i give them that i mean it's uh, it's an incredibly uh, um you know big swing on their part but i give them credit for it and you know i it'll all right it'll be got, fun we've got jim peters here in the studio uh thanks so much for those questions we're gonna take our next break if you have a question for jim peters 219-362-0522 you're welcome to call or text me we got about 12 minutes left on the show we're gonna take our final break of the day keep listening to 96.7 the eagle welcome back friends to our final segment of sound off we're doing a sound off on sports today the liquor vault on airline is 219-362-0522 you're welcome to call or text me if you've got a question for our guest jim peters here's a comment that was sent in schools like laporte and south central are fortunate to have people like scott and ben to assume administrative positions and remain in coaching anyone that doesn't see that as a good uh 
as a good thing, sorry, I'm, I'm having trouble reading today, <laughs> has their head buried in the sand. Plus, we are very lucky to have Jim Peters on the sports beat. Did you pay somebody to send that or no? Is that from Anita, <laughs> CJ, Cameron, Carolyn? That would be Carolyn Perry, actually, not Peters. She got married recently. So, All right, here's a question for you. Um, we've got two questions here. First one, um, what is your opinion on why Laporte cycles through so many coaches? Um, we, we do have some new coaches coming Sure, in, right? yeah. Yeah, Aaron Shark, girls basketball. Old friend of mine uh, from the business, T.R. Harlan, is the is the volleyball coach. Uh, Jordan Heckard is relatively new. And, and, we uh, talked about the football boy, coaches. Boys basketball, through. football, you know, with Bob. Old, new but yep. old in that sense or been around. So, um, you know, there's a climate. Uh, there's um, – Toxicity might be a little strong of a of a word, but uh, coaches just are having to deal with a lot. And you have a unfortunately you have a fan culture out there. Everybody's kids a star, and you know, I don't want to condemn everybody and say everybody's that way. But there's enough of an element out there where coaches that have an opportunity to do something else and just say. I just don't want to. I just want to deal with this anymore. What you know? How 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 good do we? How well do we have to do? And it's not even necessarily about winning. Because you look at the volleyball program, you know, perennially successful. And here's a coach that you know runs into issues there, and you know, in terms of you know, uh, not winning enough, mm-hmm. or you know, my kid, and 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 that. They, you know, I, I know everybody wants their kid to be the star, but at some point in time, you. You, you you take you either take the role and and go with it on a team or 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 you don't. And yeah, Mark and, Schreiber, uh, Parks Department Superintendent, was on the show not too long ago, and he was mentioning you know even at the little league level, yeah, uh, having to warn parents because yeah. they're getting you know kind of violent in their words more than anything, but oh, getting yeah. very angry at yeah. coaches, but also umpires, these kind of well, things. Well, yeah, you know? and, and and we could get into a million things on 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 why that is, and that I don't I, I don't you know have enough time for me to get off on the, on that tangent but yeah it 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 happened you you only have to go over to a to a field and seeing the little kids hitting the ball off the tee or, or something or, or bitty ball or pop warner to see why this happens at a higher level and yeah you, you see a lot of coaches leave now because they have a better opportunity you're seeing coaches go into administration or leave coaching just sometimes it's money regular hours family but for every time i've had a coach tell me they're leaving for family reasons 90 percent of the time is it's it's because they're tired of getting their their ear chewed off and mm-hmm. being being told this or that or, or going through the politics of a you know of a school board situation or something like that and it's just it i think unfortunately the fun has been been you know sucked out of it a lot for coaches because you get into it because you love kids and you love your sport and they're something is 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 sapping that mm-hmm. that passion for them because you see young enthusiastic people like sarah deshawn and and jessica um ramirez who just just boundless energy and you know, you know wanting to help kids get better, but they're they're hitting a, a, a figurative wall there, and it's like I you know, just you need just either you need a change or you yeah. just need to get out of it. And I just think again, it speaks to a to a, a culture cultural. that's out there, and yeah, it's just uh, tough to deal with. So any anybody that stays in it for any length of time these days, I'm <laughs> I really salute them because they've either got some magic formula or they're just able to really <laughs> tolerate a lot. And then you got a coach who's gonna gonna not only do that but be a 
but be a principal too. Mm-hmm. So and the stuff you deal with on a daily basis, man, oh man, that's yeah, more intestinal fortitude than I could hope to ever have. We've got Jim Peters here on the show. Jim's local journalist uh, for sports and runs jimpetersprepscom uh, as well. Um, here's another question for you that came in on our text line. If you've got a question, 209-362-0522, you can call or text me. Um, hey guys, what's the outlook on Slicer basketball? Who'd they lose? Who's coming in in the next few years? I think the, I, I think the arrow's pointing up. You've got a lot of you got a lot of kids coming back. Your uh, um, the system's been established. Jordan's a great guy. Jordan is uh, just a good. We throw the word you know culture around a lot, but yeah, they're um, a good guy, enthusiastic guy, and I think had made a good connection with the kids last year. You graduate. Uh, uh, Grand at large, and then um, um, I'm cycling through the through the names. So uh, got Kyle Kirkham. Kyle Kirkham, thank you. Yep. Um, um, you know, Malik Corley, Jamarian Cross, uh, Jamarian Cross, Tommy Samuelson, um, Ryan Kishkowski. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Another boy. There's a, there's a kid yeah. there that's got a you know, tremendous upside. I, you know, I I like I like where they're headed. I think the you know the coming years going to be good, and you know they're. You're going to have some opportunities versus some some success there. The sectional is going to be fairly wide open, I believe. Yeah. And yeah, he's going to he's there's some athletic ability and some experience now that they're going to have a combination of that they haven't had in a few years. So you know they were right around 500 last year. I would you know yeah. certainly expect, 11 and 12. I, think I, I would certainly expect them to push to win maybe you know 15 16 games i, I don't think that's uh, you know, out of the question as far as conference goes i, I don't know i think the problem the conference is yeah. it, the oh, yeah. is just it, such a, a good conference it's a buzzsaw i think they can push to be in the upper tier there and you know they're going to i i think uh, compete for a sectional title they're they well equipped and i yeah, the other factor is you know it, it, you know we keep going back to rj anglin <laughs> rj anglin's a pretty darn good basketball player too that's an that, that is an incredible athlete to put out on the court in a mix with those other players and they're going to be able to get up and down and do some things and yeah i, I think it's going to be a, i think it's going to be a fun year in that regard final question for you from our, our listener uh what do you make of new prairie football for this coming fall they've got to replace about 1500 or so pounds on the on the <laughs> on the offensive line with uh about three and a quarter of those going to the uh u of i champagne yep. and uh, hunter whitenack um I mean that's where it all that's where it all starts. You, know, you get, get those you, big uglies up you, there. Right? They, they they got some dudes. I mean those are some massive human beings. So I, I think they've got some more coming uh, in. I mean they're gonna they, oh, the running back. Are, they've got that running back. Yeah, and, uh, right. Noah Mungia yeah. and then the uh, quarterback um, Marshall Kamichek, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of Kamichek. There's some Kamicheks yeah. there, I, and there's a younger one, I think Wyatt. I had one point in time, it's like I wondered if the dad had a Western. <laughs> I, I had my son mention, hey, my son CJ covered them quite a bit. He said, hey, hey, ask them if the dad's like an old Western buff. You got a Wyatt, you got a Marshall, do you have a Dylan? You know. So, but anyway, uh, so they got some nice pieces athletically. Uh, then, but you know, uh, Ben Frank, who was our defensive. Uh, uh, player of the year last year, and then all those uh, good linemen. So, uh, so they're replacing they, something. They're going to have to. They're going to have to retool. There, but I mean, you, when you got a you know quarterback and a running back, you know, you know they're going to be able to put together a solid line. So yeah, there's certainly also, going to Casey be. Also, Casey McCam, I assume, still there. Oh yeah, he? yeah. So you got some yeah. program consistency. They, which helps, they right? do. They do. There's some continuity there, and he's settled in very well, and uh, he's kind of brought the. And the Valpo method, you know, with him, you know, Valpo's a, you know, you know, grind it out, you know, run first uh, type of offense. And, you know, Marshall's a, Marshall's a special athlete and he's going to, uh, 
Yeah, in a little different build than RJ, but it's like like RJ can do a, do a variety of things and can you know improvise and kind of draw the draw the plays up in his in his head there like you're on a you know you know like on a dry erase board there and and, and uh, you know you can't. Uh, uh, you know, account for that at a at a quarterback position. So yeah, they're going to be okay. I don't know if you know they were really close to going to the state finals mm-hmm. last year, and you know by all rights, I mean they they were right there. Should you know, mm-hmm. could have should have you know we won that game and, and did not. So and you know four A is pretty strong. They're moving over into the western sectional. I think they're if I'm not mistaken might be with Holbert and. Lowell now, so oh, the those, are, those are tough. It's gonna be it's gonna be getting a little tougher for them, but yeah, they're gonna put a competitive product on the field. And we'll always a uh, good thing about the the schedule is we'll find out a lot in week one because the uh, and I I get this and you and I hope I'm not putting you on the spot there the milk the milk can I think it's called the. Milk, milk jug. jug. See, yeah. man, I, I my first year over here. I, I had to look at my, my first year I'm... over. Thank you, because I, I I got it wrong the first year, and I and because I, I had a young writer, um, Jack Prody, went on, you know, to do some other things, and uh, I told him wrong, and he had it in the story as the, and I'm still gonna get it wrong now. So milk I, jug, yeah, jug, and, I, and and got it wrong there, and we we just got. You know, <laughs> <laughs> rake over the coals for it. Well, that's a heck of a way to introduce yourself to Laporte Carney. You can't even get the rivalry trophy, yeah. the title, the rivalry trophy, right? But uh, you know that that'll be fun. I mean, you know, it always is. It's always a pretty decent indicator of what's coming up for the uh, for the season. Well, I want to thank you so much. Football's just right around the corner. It might not seem like it, but I know they're starting with camps and all these kind of things. It's happening, um, and so we'll we'll get into talking more football coming up uh, in in the next months and stuff like that. Hey, I want to thank Jim for being on the show. Uh, Jim, where can people find you online? They can uh, find me online at uh, you know at JP eighty one eighty five on on Twitter. Feel free to DM me unless you have something negative to say. Then uh, <laughs> then you'll get blocked. So, no, I, I generally don't block people. And then uh, um, you haven't blocked me yet. So. No, I have not. I'm I'm, I'm not obviously I'm, I'm I'm not much of a yeah. blocker. So, but yeah, feel free to reach out, and I'm. Uh, I'm pretty accessible, so just well, just ask my wife. I right? spend 16 hours a day in front of a computer screen and spend the other eight with my eyes closed. So. Yeah, well, thanks so much for being Thank on the you. show. Thanks for talking local sports with us, and thanks so much for listening. We'll be back on Friday. Uh, we're going to be talking to um, uh, about Paladin and disability rights in LaPorte County and things like that. So if you want to um, uh, listen to this, please do share our podcast, share all this stuff. If you ever miss an episode, go to hometownnewsnow.com, and you can find the podcast there. Hey, thanks so much for listening be good to yourself be good to others keep cool this week and keep listening to 96.7 the eagle thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of sound off the views on sound off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 the eagle spoon river media llc or the sponsors sound off airs every monday and friday at 12 30 please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of sound off on 96.7 the eagle Thank you for listening to the Sound Off Podcast at 967theeagle.com.